Hello, I'm Maddie Savage. Welcome to the Stockholmer podcast. Here's this week's inspiring guest. The Stockholmer. You can actually create exactly the life you want and that life can be 90% all fun. I think I just found the better version of myself. Cecilia Corres was all set for a career in finance when an unexpected trip to India drew her to become a jewellery designer instead. She now runs a successful business from Stockholm, has a cult following on Instagram and has big plans to make her brand global. The Stockholmer! Cecilia, we're in your little showroom. We're surrounded by some of your handcrafted jewellery in different colours, blue, purple, green, and this very gorgeous, minimalist, very Scandinavian white tables, tall tables. Um, Tell us a bit about this place. Tell us what this place means to you. Uh, This is my showroom, the showroom for my jewellery brand Mumbai Stockholm. I use mainly white colors and then I add some greens and a lot of fresh flowers. Um, Yeah, and then actually let the jewelry shine. I'm selling very fine, delicate, handcrafted jewelry that are made from 100% recycled gold and silver and um, um, ethically sourced precious stones. I think I found my place in the Swedish design scene uh, by mixing like sort of the colors and the innovative jewelry from the east with like the minimalistic Scandinavian feel. So tell us your story. How did a girl from Stockholm get into this Indian-inspired handcrafted jewelry business? So I think I found my creative spirit really late in life, but I had always had a really large passion for, for fashion and being really like fashion nerdy since I was small. Um, no, but so I... I studied at, uh, at Stockholm School of Economics, uh, Finance and Accounting. But then in my last semester, I'd picked um, yeah, two places in France as my first choices. And then I had one, more, one choice left. And then I chose India. Like it, was, it was a total impulse. And then when I, like, I got India, so I'd, like, I go with the lowest expectations. And then, yeah, then when I came there, I actually fell in love at once. I started to wear a lot of Indian jewelry and Indian clothes while I was in India. And I basically like, you know, yeah, I immersed myself in the culture, basically. My research study was basically about the entrepreneurial women in the rural areas of India that takes microfinance or microloans to launch their own businesses. So with that new learnings that entrepreneurship is actually super simple, it's actually creating a product and then selling it to someone else at a little higher price, then I realized, oh, it's actually quite simple. Um, And then just three weeks before I went home uh, to Sweden again, after eight months in India, I realized that I wanted to take something back with me to show like this amazing culture to Sweden and Scandinavia. So I went to a silversmith and I asked him to create this beautiful little thin chain with a heart and like I asked him can can you make like this this type of heart and this type and so then he took like a silver a, bi- a bit of silver and he like yeah used used the, uh, the 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 fire and everything and like 20 minutes later while I was in his studio he had like created this perfect heart with a, with a, with a, with a chain and I thought that was pure magic 
because I'd never seen a handicraft in my life before. And then I, I actually put it on directly around, around my ankle and then I took a picture of it, posted it on my personal Instagram and I was like, I'm coming home in three weeks and I just made an anklet. Like, does anyone more want? And then seven of my girlfriends were like, yeah, we want or I want, buy one for me. So then when I came home in a, to the hotel room, I was like, oh my God, if I'm going to sell these jewelries, I need to like have a, have a company. Uh, so then, uh, then I created, like I registered at uh, verksam.se, that's like the Swedish registration for, for new companies. Uh, and I put up the, I registered the Mumbai Stockholm Instagram account and so on. So, I mean, every that same day, pretty yeah, much. That, yeah, that same day. Yeah, that afternoon. I came home and I actually uh, got my first reseller by or wholesale account two days after I came home from India. This was in March 2014. Uh, I was at the hairdresser and I was like, you know, talking as you do with the hairdresser. And then uh, and then I was like, oh, and, I, and then I also started like making jewelry in India or designing jewelry in India. And then I was like, here is the bracelet. And my hairdresser was like, oh, that's beautiful. Uh, we can sell them hair. So then like they placed an order of like 20 pieces and I had some friends in school also like I want an anklet too. So then I was like oh god now I need some production. So then I started uh, googling like in Swedish goldsmiths and Swedish uh, studios. And then I found this girl and then since then like I've been her apprentice and uh, that's still one of my three main goldsmith studios in Sweden where we make everything actually took up a corporate job uh, as a finance trainee at a big Swedish like investment firm because I never thought um, I would do Mumbai Stockholm full-time that was always like I mean it's in I was like it's only jewelry sort of um, but then it was so much fun with the jewelry uh, it it was so boring at the job um, and at the same time I got so so amazing feedback from my customers so like in, I quit my job in August last year and I, I, I stepped out from the building like two weeks after, but I couldn't tell like my parents, I, I kept a secret for them for the next two months. So the only ones who knew was my friends and, and my twin sister, because they would be so worried and I couldn't like stand the, I need to, to, to prove for myself that it would work before I could tell them, I think. So what's been the biggest lesson you've learned from from running your own business? I think it's that you can actually create exactly the life you want and that life can be 90% all fun. Because I used to think that work shouldn't be fun. Like I never thought it was fun, like studying. And I mean, it was just something I did because my, I like because because you should do it. Like my twin sister, she ended up in this super corporate job at a, at an, a real investment firm. And she loves sitting in Excel and doing analysis and so on. But I realized that she likes it because she's that kind of person, but I will never be that kind of person. What would be your advice for somebody that is sitting in their corporate job and not enjoying it just like you were? <laughs> what tip would you give to them? That you need to dislike your corporate job to that extent that there's no other way out than to pursue this other dream you have. It's so tough to, to start your own firm. There's no one believing in you except yourself. 
you're super frightened and you're like no it will never work out and what will people think and 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 so on and that's why you stick but imagine if you actually wouldn't stick i mean that's the kind of courage you need some people might see it as a bit of a cliche to to go to india and and find yourself and <laughs> yeah. find your dream and find your passion have you, have you had that kind of reaction i see what you mean but it wasn't like i was you know backpacking and like oh let's see what happens or i mean i i want to go backpack just to find myself you know i thought i was on the right track in my life uh but then life wanted something else so now in retrospect i can definitely see that the story of like going to india then it completely changes your life and i even do yoga now regularly so i mean i'm i mean that cliche <laughs> but um it's only when you when you lift yourself outside your everyday life and put yourself in another context that you actually start to evaluate your life or your choices and you get new impressions. Let's talk a little bit more about India. There are some that could say, well, why are you not giving back to India? You know, it ah. inspired you. Why not empower some local people and and help the economy there rather than move all of your production here to Scandinavia? Mm. That's actually a great point. Of course, I had in mind that, oh, this would be super cool if like this guy, he could employ more people because I really like that guy. But then, I mean, when I came home, I realized that to create beautiful jewelry, it may seem simple, but you really need to be in the studio and looking at every millimeter of everything. And, and so, so it's, it's such a hands-on pro- process. So the the basically the the design the jewelry wouldn't be as pretty if I was like sitting here in Sweden and like sending sketches down to a goldsmith in India. That was the first thing. But then the second thing is that uh, the gold and the silver you don't know where it comes from. Uh, most probably in Asia, the gold and silver are like freshly mined, and that is one of the most environmentally dangerous processes in the whole world. And in Sweden, all the gold and silver I buy is recycled and the third thing is that um, my goal with Mumbai Stockholm is that as I grow as I open like showrooms in different countries or in different cities I want the production to always be local so it should feel it's it's a it should be a global brand with the global like expression and global design but the production should always be local so and then I want to I want to have showrooms like 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 this showroom in like cool cities in the world basically I mean, you're still young, what, 27? Yeah, 27. 27 years old. And if you hadn't have taken that, that trip to India in the first place, you'd probably never be here. So how does it feel kind of reflecting briefly on, on where you've ended up? Uh, I don't know if, I, if this is where it ended up. Uh, let's see where Mumbai Stockholm grows in the future. Uh, but what, one thing I definitely know now is that this is what I'm going to spend my life with. I love Mumbai Stockholm. I love the jewelry. I think I just found the better version of myself. You've been listening to The Stockholmer, an independent production by Maddie Savage. Support for this episode came from Craft Academy. Thanks to Benoit Derrier for production assistance, our PR team at Hype United, Simeon Ghost for permission to use their music, and Richard Stevens for designing our logo. Mm-hmm.